This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome inside the Odds Couple, everybody. Time to kick off the weekend. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, we're with you for the next hour talking sports, sports gambling. We'll give you our best plays, and you want to follow Mike's because he just remains extremely red hot. I don't want to drink a jinx, my partner, but man, oh man, has he given out a lot of winners uh, for seemingly like the last six months. It's an incredible run. So we'll try to do it again later tonight, Mikey. Yeah, Carmen, I'll tell you what. It's uh, We're 13-3 in the last month. Woof. Uh, there's no no team hotter. You know, I don't care. Get them all together. Put them in a room. We'll take them all on, you know, and then uh, we'll see who comes out walking. That's just what we've been doing. We've been picking them up. We've been laying them down. We got, uh, I got an NCAA pick for tonight uh, for all you folks out there right now. I got Missouri uh, games uh, tipped off already, looking pretty good. I remember last week, sort of funny. I, I mean, while we were on the air, I saw the Bruins. We were. I was two and one. The yeah. Bruins were up four to nothing. Yep, that's right. While we were on the air, I said, "Look at us, Carp." That's you right. know. So, uh, yeah, and so everything's good. And uh, you know, I guess we're going to be uh, d- changing our schedule a little bit, so we might yep. as well let the people know that, Carp. That's right, because White Sox baseball is back here on yep. ESPN One Thousand, and uh, in you know we've got the season right around the corner, and of course Friday nights. Uh, we're going to have about a six thirty pregame, I believe, on most nights into a seven o'clock first pitch. So. What's going to happen is uh, the replay is still going to air every Saturday morning of the Odds Couple, but uh, Mike and I will not be on during the baseball season on Friday nights, but the podcast will be up. And so I want to remind everybody, uh, late in the afternoon on Fridays going forward, you should still go to ESPN, the, the ESPN Chicago app. Make sure you download that and catch up on all the shows and all the podcasts. And Mike and I will have our podcast uh, hit the app on Friday. So it will still be there and we can give you some action for Friday nights. We'll still give you some picks and whatnot uh, outside of football season, obviously during the baseball season when we can't be on because of White Sox. Baseball. Yeah, and Randy did a good job pitching it. I mean, we, you know, it was a great idea. And he said, you know, let, let, let's uh, let's get it up on Friday. This way, you if there's Friday night games, because yes. the odds will be accessible to us, yep. that's what we can do. And then he had another great suggestion. I, I never thought of this. He said, you know what, why don't we, why don't we come in and record at a different time. I said, well, what time should we record? He says, how about 12 o'clock? I go, okay. So we're going to start coming in just a little bit earlier. Done too, and Carl. done. You know what I yeah, mean? and we can talk about the earlier games, too, which That's sometimes, all. you know, because that podcast, uh, Eric will get that podcast up late in the afternoon. So just want to make sure everybody's aware of that change. Right. And then We're not going anywhere. Nope, and you'll still get the encore replay on Saturday mornings before Connor and White Sox Weekly and the hockey show with Brian and, and PB and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, just a slight pl- a programming change. Uh, for the baseball season. And the White Sox haven't looked so good in spring training, but I'm not too nervous as a Sox fan. It's okay. I don't care if they win games in March. I want them to win games in October, Mike. Yeah, that's right, Karen. You know, I, I think the Bears were 1-3 or 0-4 in 1985. <laughs> that's right. And they went on and just got it done. Uh, LaRusso, I'm not too worried about it. I am worried about the expectations. I'm worried about the bravado. Eloy saying, you know, I'm going to win an MVP someday. Tim Anderson saying we're going to the World Series. You know, Let's just try to make it through healthy. Let's hope the division, you know, you'll know. You'll know. You know how I got a philosophy. Maybe people feel the same way. Growing up in this town, 
I could tell if our, if we were going to win anything at the All-Star break. And, and people go, what are you talking about? Well, by the amount of All-Stars you had. I could tell you how your season's going if you only have one All-Star. Okay? <laughs> and usually in my younger days, ladies and gentlemen, Dave Kingman. Then you'd wait for another call. There wasn't one. He was the only one. Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Buckner. Billy Buck. Right. Another one, right? No. You think I'm done? I remember it. It's a bad nightmare. I woke up the other night in a cold sweat. Ladies and gentlemen, Manny Trio. (laughs) Uh, And then you all, and then the White Sox fans are laughing right now, probably going, yeah, wait a minute. Hold on. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Wilbur Wood. I'm serious, man. My whole childhood was checkered with one player appearance. One guy. You you want me really to go? We talk about Luis Robert. We had a kid that was outstanding, and one year he put it all together. I think he had about 280, but he caught everything in center. Ladies and gentlemen, Ken Berry. I mean, seriously. Now, you watch. You're jealous of the other teams. Their announcement for their players in the All-Star. Ladies and gentlemen, Willie McCovey. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Ray Hart. Ladies and gentlemen, Willie Mays. Ladies and gentlemen, Juan Marichal. Are you catching my drift? I All am. you have to do is well, watch like, the All-Star game. When you were young, I mean, like, you could have had, like, in the 70s. I mean, can you imagine just when they went through the list of the A's? You know, I see what you're saying. Oh, like, my just, God. You had all Orioles and A's. And- yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Sal Bendel. Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, Reggie Jackson. And for the White Sox... Ladies and gentlemen, George Orta. And then that's it. You know you're 20 games under 500. Ladies and gentlemen, Gary Peters. And that's it. Nobody else. Nobody else got that. That's it. I, uh, they were the lonely men. I mean, really, awesome. you're at the All-Star game with nobody to talk to. You no. don't know anybody. The Yankees, ladies and gentlemen, Roger Maris. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Mickey Mantle. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Whitey Ford. Come on. So they good. had 10 guys. I know, right? Well, listen, I hope that there's a few White Sox then. So do I. How and, many All-Stars? Um, boy, God. I'm gonna, I am mean, like, if there's three, that's good, right? I mean, is that what you're talking you gotta about? you got to make at least, at least three? two. If we don't have two, yeah. we're going nowhere. That's Please. why I thought the Cubs had a shot. I don't care if Bryant could put it together, if Rizzo could put it together. With the money we have spent in the offseason, I would have rather spent on Darvish and gone for it. Mm. I don't get it. Why? And then Jack Peterson, look, I love the way he hits. Okay, that's fine. He hits, swings and misses, or hits a homer. But wasn't Schwarber the same guy? So why, are we, why aren't we going for it? Why is the over-under 77, 78? If we would have kept Darvish, we got Hendricks, right? Yeah. Maybe we pick up Jake anyway. Oh, that could have been, yeah. So now we... I'm going to myself. They could win that division. I mean, Milwaukee's strong. Yelich is not going to have an off year, folks. Dude, the division is not. The division is not good. Are we just yeah. throwing the? Well, the, are we? Are we got We're supposed to have a good, a great, a sort of good relief pitching a bullpen. I don't get it. Why we did that? I don't get. I think this guy Hoyer just wanted to get going. Maybe Theo didn't think they could do it again. I don't know. I think the savings on there's a small savings on Jock, if I'm not mistaken. Schwarber signed for ten million. Is that right? And they're pinching pennies over there, it seems like, Mike. My so God. there's about a $3 million savings on Jock. Is that Jock. division winnable? Oh, my God. My, my, it what is, are we doing? It is, it's going to be the worst division in baseball. I mean, I, I think everybody knows that. They should know that. I mean, it, it's, a, it's not going to be a, a good division. It's a winnable division, division Absolutely. if you keep Darvish. My God, I, did, I don't get it. I mean, what are you, what are you doing? I mean, okay, the, haven't we, how many players have we picked up in the offseason for the Cubs? Uh, there was the re-signing of, you know, bringing Jake back. You signed Jack Peterson. Mm-hmm. Um, 
What else is there? Merck, what else is there? What else, Merck? You got anybody Austin else? Austin Romine they brought in? Okay, Ketcher? all right. Uh, I'm Austin. trying to think who else they brought in. Isn't that a hair tonic? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it might be. Any other? St- oh, they and brought now, in Zach Davies. it's time for Zach- 21, brought to you by Austin Romine. Signing, but Zach Davies was in a trade, right? Zach Davies was, was the part of the uh, Darvish trade. Darvish okay, trade, yeah, so yeah. basically, with the guys that we brought in, could we have not brought any of them in and just paid Darvish? Or would we still need more? I just... I just think we threw in the towel too soon. One year too soon. They had one World Series in five years. Give, you know, everybody said give Jordan a last chance. The Bulls kicked him out of town. Nobody's saying this, but I mean, there's still you got Bias, you got Bryant, you got Rizzo, you got Contreras, you got Hendricks. I mean, it, it's not like the division is like a hundred win division. It's not at all. Your division winner might have eighty six wins. Crazy. Uh, I am looking at points bet right now. The yeah. NL Central. The Cardinals are the favorite at plus one hundred five. Mm-hmm. The Reds are second at plus 325. The Brewers are third <laughs> at plus 375. And the Cubs are the fourth choice, right? Well, the Pirates don't even make the list. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's face it. What are the Cubs? The Cubs are plus 425. And the if cu- they had Darvish, they'd be half that. I got to believe. Don't you think they'd be plus Maybe. 375? I mean, and if they, like, if you're, if you're a Cub fan. Come on. And, and, and you're thinking, like what Mike was saying, you've got a bunch of guys playing for contract right now. Like, what, right. If, what if Baez goes out and has a big year? What if Brian has a big year? What if Rizzo? If you make your wager now How about at plus Contreras? 425, yeah, I know. I mean, hey, that could I mean, be... really, seriously, I'm looking at that team. Then I see Jack Peterson. I go, well, well Schwarber did the same thing. How much is Peterson making? $7 Seven. Million. Okay, so they saved $3 million. Hey, The guy's hey, a billionaire, for God's sake. He's another one that's got a lot to prove. He's another guy that might go out and have a monster season because he's on a one-year deal, Mike. So, hey, listen, yeah. if you're buying it and you're a Cub fan, you might as well put 100 bucks on it now because that thing could be valuable on prop swap, say, in three months if the Cubs are right. in first place at the I'm All-Star I'm not throwing in the towel even you know, though they did. Just saying. Yeah, they they could be three months from now, they could be the favorite at at even money, and you're sitting on a plus 425 ticket. So Crazy. maybe something to think about. Speaking of prop swap, our guy Luke Pergandy will join oh, us next. Oh, oh, oh. We love him. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. a great time at Prop Swap. I mean, with the tournament and everything else. So we'll talk to Luke about some of the hot tickets there. Uh, we got Jim Miller with ponies. Jimmy! Later on. He did it again last week. I mean, Jimmy gave out two did. more winners. It's we between the horse racing and our uh, and us. It's unreal. If you're not listen, if you haven't put on a room edition, maybe you have now that <laughs> that uh, that that extra. You got tired now to to lay down on the driveway that you didn't have a month ago. If you're not tuning into the show and to Carmen and Yurko. Uh, I, I, on Fridays at 11.45 at least. You should be Shame tuning into them all day. Right. You're out of your mind. Shame on you. We got our best plays before we're out of here a little bit yep. later on. We're rolling along, having fun on a Friday. It's Mike North, Carmen yep. DeFalco. We're presented by Prop Swap, and we'll be right back. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Back inside the Odds Couple here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. We're presented, as always, by PropSwap, where America buys and sells its sports bets. It's Carmen DeFalco and Mike North with you all the way until 8 o'clock. And right now, we've got one of the founding members of PropSwap. He's a Chicago guy. We talk to him every Friday, the one and only Luke Pergandy. Oh, Luke, March Madness making money. <laughs> the madness. Oh, What's up, Luke? Oh. What's up, Karen? What's up, Mike? Uh, All right, Luke. It's glorious. A glorious time of year. I know for you guys it's a big time of year because there's a lot of action. I'm looking at PropSwap.com right now. There are tons of tickets, and I mean tons. Michigan, Baylor, Oklahoma State. 
The Loyola ticket that we talked about last week did sell, though, right, Luke? It sold. It is gone. Uh, the seller turned $60 into $500. Mm. The seller, of course, paid $60 back last June at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. He got odds of 1500 to 1 on Loyola Chicago. Uh, he had it posted for about $1,000. A buyer submitted a bid for 500 and the seller accepted that $500 bid. Buyer gets new odds of 180 to 1 odds. That's amazing. <laughs> The seller DraftKings, was a win- DraftKings says forty-five to one right now. Unreal. Okay, we've often that. criticized guys. We've often criticized guys that have held on to their tickets too long. Right. Let me just state on behalf of everybody here: that man was a weakling, and he should have held on to his ticket for another week. Don't you think? <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, he, what, he, what, he what if he has two? What if he has two tickets? Ooh, mm. he's got another one. I, we we have been preaching since we started this company in twenty fifteen. Like moving forward, I make get two tickets. Always make two tickets because you can sell one on PropSwap for $500 and hold on to the other one. That's interesting. And like you always say, he can still go out if he wants and make a – I mean, obviously he's not going to get those odds. But, you know, he could still make a wager if he wants on Loyola. There's nothing preventing that, you know. And so you can buy and sell all you want. Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's That's what we've always talked about. We've always always. talked about the hedging. Uh, You could always hedge. That's what we talked about. The tragic figures in American history. Yep. I don't care if you're talking the Revolutionary War, the Civil War, or the guys that have held on to their tickets too long uh, here uh, and not submitted them and sold them on time. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, that's what makes PropSwap great. Is it? How's the volume going more than it was last year, Luke? <laughs> well, well uh, two years ago. Oh, oh, sorry. Two, sorry. Two years Our ago. Life- yeah, don't worry. I've been told the last for the last two days what happened last <laughs> exactly. year. Exactly. So yeah, the year before. <laughs> two years ago. I mean, I mean, is it healthier than you even thought it was going to be? Yeah, and I think we're just getting started. Uh, like I said, in a in a March Madness with no Duke, no Kentucky, North Carolina looks terrible. Michigan State just lost again to Maryland. Like these mm-hmm. blue blood chalk teams are not going to be in this year's tournament. It just leaves it so wide open for these, you know, Loyola Chicago's and Creighton's to come up and, and do this. I, and I also think, like, the way that the regular season has went, there's just been canceled games and, you know, no home and homes and, like, the seating. What this committee has to do on Sunday night and, like, figure out seating yeah. in such a crazy year is just so difficult. So I think the seating is going to be the most inaccurate it's ever been, which just leads to even more upsets. Yeah, well, and just uh, you know, the, the point we always drive home is that the the great thing is that you're gonna you're gonna find odds on a lot of these tickets that you're yep. just not gonna find anywhere else. And like you know, for example, I'm looking at a Michigan ticket that's for sale on Prop Swap, and it's, you know, it's about six to one. You're not getting Michigan at six to one anywhere else in the country right now, nope. are you, Luke? No. I'm guessing it's probably no. about four to one. Yeah, that that's the best price in the world on Michigan. Yeah, that's uh, that's the beauty. All right, and uh, golf, golf. T- I mean, we've got a big golf weekend. You know, I mean, this is kind of like the fifth major. The Masters is around the corner. Those golf tickets are always hot, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. We've been selling. You know, obviously March Madness is clear in a way the number one sport on Prop Stop right now, and and will be for the next three and a half weeks. Um, but yeah, we we sold a bunch of golf tickets yesterday. I just checked. Uh, Masters tickets are starting to pop up. Um, you know, the golf is extremely popular in Prop Stop because, like we talk about, like if you have a guy, a golfer that's at 50 to 1, 
he makes the cut, his odds go down to five to one. Yeah. It's very inefficient to go start betting on the other twelve golfers in the mix. Just yeah. sell your fifty to one ticket on PropSwap for eleven times what you paid for it. Well, I'll tell you what's funny is you know, like Roar, you had you just sat down, you had no time to sell your ticket. Right. You, I mean, <laughs> some of these guys are out of it by by the fifth hole. Sometimes you know? that happens. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Absolutely. All right, Luke. Have a great weekend, buddy. Uh-oh. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thank you, Connor. Thanks, Mike. See you, buddy. Thanks, there's, Luke. There's Luke Pergandy. I mean, next Friday the tournament starts. A little different, right? We're going to have the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday thing. Um, I guess that – and I, well, what's the reasoning behind that? They just want to spill over into Monday yeah, because they get an what, extra whatever, day? They want to get this thing off. I don't know how they're thinking, what they're thinking. Here's what I loved. You can't pull out like Duke did. Yeah, you know, and I don't know. I don't believe anything anybody says anymore. Who's got it there? Could be a trainer, could be somebody else. The Duke's woman's team pulled out three months ago. Duke never bought in. Coach K never bought into this COVID thing. It was just too much of a strain for him in the program. Nobody's saying it, but everybody else seems to be going along. And I know that there was a game called off today, but I'm just telling you that it's just a different type of year, but I feel bad for the Duke kids, and you cannot – get out of the tournament with the COVID situation, they're going to be able to play with five guys. Five guys. Uh, so there's no, I got two kids with COVID. They're not going to cheat the rest of the kids. He seemed like he, ne- I kind of agree with you, Mike. He never seemed like he never, like he wanted nothing Hated to do it. with this. He he wanted out so bad. And isn't it amazing when he has crap teams? I know. You know, he leaves with back operations <laughs> or, or, or all of a sudden somebody's got COVID. I want everybody to answer this question, and I love Coach K. But they're, if they're right now a top ten team, they're playing. They're playing. I mean, I got to imagine. Right? I, yeah. I, it's Come just, on. It seems odd. I know. I I'm know. sorry. Nobody wants to say it except me. Yeah. That's fine with me. That's how I made my living. That's how I make it now. Yeah. Somebody's got to call them on it. They didn't. Uh, hey, the girls' team, the ladies' team, pulled out three months ago. Yeah. They didn't want nothing to do with it either. They just said, forget it. We'll see you next year. Unbelievable. Um, so speaking of college buckets, you know, we got the Big Ten tournament is underway. Mm-hmm. That action's been fun. Oh, There's yeah. been a, a crazy line movement. 97 the- points in the Northwestern game. Right. The Chris Collins experiment hasn't worked. What has happened, yet. Mike? I wanted it to work so badly, so too. Who didn't? I know. I wanted Jim Less, who's still in the tournament. I mean, he has UC Davis in his tournament, but it never happened for him. And, you know, that's fine. He went went to California because he's a Bradley product. To, uh, and I coached with his brother at Notre Dame and Niles. But um, they took Chris. I had no problem with that. But it's not working. You I, can't, mean, I mean, they can't even hit 50 points. You come know? on. It's like, gee, what's it going on, It was 97. It was embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Embarrassing to not hit a hundred points combined in a. Yep. Come on, I mean it's I mean, it's it's two thousand twenty. It was twenty one. I ask everybody at Northwestern. I know guys that bought season tickets off the fact he was hired. Yeah. I talked to one about a week ago. He canceled them. Yeah, he, you know, it, he canceled. He he was fed up when they went to the uh, to the Rosemont yeah. for the year. Hmm. When things went south after they made it to the tournament. Yeah. Um, I was I was going to say there's been a crazy line move in uh, you know Merck's Badgers play the last game of the night uh, that's coming up when you know we'll be uh, off the air what at they're eight. Called now no more Wisconsin. No, Badgers. they're called Merck's Badgers. Merck's that's Badgers. It. I Merck, get it. I got it. They held on last night. They almost blew that lead. They held on. Ooh. They're playing Iowa. We know Iowa can really score. This the, the total in this game Mike opened at about one forty five. About an hour later this morning, or at least I, I saw it at about seven thirty. It had been bet out to about one forty six and a half. Then. 
I looked like some sharp money came pounding the under, and it dropped this thing all the way to 142 and a half. There's been a pretty wild swing in the total of that game, and I wonder if it's just because Wisconsin kind of likes to slow it down and play a little bit slower, but it's sort of enticing now that it's down to 142 and a half to maybe sprinkle a little on the over because we know Iowa can come out and really score, and they're not great on defense. No, here's what I know. This is one of my picks, Ooh. and it's not the total. All right, but you got the side. This is I the like only it. Pick I got for tonight. I like it. And it's a late game, so you know, after, right after our show's over. Yes, right when we're done, that game's going to be tipping yeah, off. And so now, you know, I'll be up at ten thirty. Uh, you know, binge eating, <laughs> binge eating is you know, if it goes into overtime or something. But who knows what's going to happen? Except I do, folks. So I'm sure Merck will keep his ears perked up because, after all, they are. Merck's Badgers. Mike's got a play on that, and they yep. are Merck's Badgers. By the way, uh, Badgers. earlier today, Maryland got out to an early lead, and some people thought maybe Michigan was on upset alert. Michigan came back and won easily and covered. And if you listen to the Best Trends segment I do at the end of Cap and Hoodie Show every Friday, uh, just before 10 o'clock, I did give out Michigan minus the nine, and Michigan ended up winning and Woo! covering Woo! with ease. We had another winner there, Mike. Let's just take credit for I, that I, winner, I, too, I'm buddy. <laughs> I, I know other people have said it, but I, I mean, don't ever get tired of this, folks. I know guys are DMing me saying they've never been on a street I like know. this. I see in the in the in in our Twitter timelines, oh, yeah, like, they're how many hunting people, me down. Uh, they're hunting pick Mike down. They're like, Mike, do you have a pick? <laughs> What is the play for not? I mean, it's un. And there's so many games right now. Like every hour, somebody's hitting there were up Mike. Fifty-seven games yesterday. I know it's crazy. And then you have the NBA back, and then you got NHL. I so love funny. the NHL. I'll tell you what. I got to get one thing off my chest here about that. Maybe Merck knows. Do it. Hold on. Hold that right. thought. Let's do it right. when we come back. Okay. Yeah. This is something about the Minnesota Wild. Okay. Mike's got to get something off his chest. Uh, I want to talk about the books taking the Russell Wilson odds off the board for the most part. Good. We still have our best plays to give you, so don't go anywhere, folks. We're just getting warmed up. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, we're the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. You're listening to the Odds Couple, Friday nights at 6, with a replay Saturday morning at 8 on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Back inside the Odds Couple on this Friday night. Mike North and Carmen DeFalco with you each and every weekend presented by PropSwap. Now, remember, we made the announcement a little earlier in the show because White Sox baseball is back on our air. ESPN 1000 is the new home for White Sox baseball. During the baseball season on Friday nights, Mike and I will not be live, but the podcast will still be up. Yeah, coming in uh, early. Yeah, absolutely, in the afternoon on Friday. Yep. So just download that ESPN Chicago app. And then I'll uh, be on Twitter alerting everybody. Absolutely. Including Randy if it isn't up. Oh, you better believe it. You'll be doing a lot more than just tweeting about it if it's not up. Michael, let everybody know he's great about this. So oh, it'll, yeah. the podcast will be up, and then we will still have the Encore replay <laughs> and I appreciate it, on Saturdays. Absolutely. Saturday yeah. morning, 8 to 9, before Connor McKnight and White Sox Weekly. Our producers do we'll a good job, and they've had it up every single time. They've had it up when it's supposed to be. It's great. Yeah, I mean, uh, Eric Ostrowski the man. Got, yeah, Eric. Tyler and, Aki, yeah. Oh. They're great. Best. Um, okay, so you, I got to tee you up with this, because you were talking about it as mm-hmm. we went into break last segment. Okay. Mike loves gambling ha- on hockey, too, and he's sure. been successful at that. Uh, something about the Wild had I've you been, going. I've been riding the Wild. They've been hot, right? And that could be the name of my book about my nights on Rush Street. Who knows? <laughs> but I'm going to tell you this. Uh, the Minnesota Wild, I should not be spending half the game figuring out what the hell their, their emblem is on the front of their jersey. Mm. Have you seen that? 
Yeah, I mean, I can picture their, what is their, their emblem. It's like some sort of... It, what the hell is it? Is it? They should have just gotten like a Robert Redford as Jeremiah Johnson or a grizzly bear. I think, Wild. It's, I think it's supposed to represent some sort of like n- like night it scene in the woods. It represents me racking my brain. Why would somebody be hired in, to do something like that? In Minnesota. Yeah, I don't know. Anybody know what the wild emblem looks like? Go to go to minnesotawild.com. Look up that emblem and say to yourself, what is that? If you're a guy like me who doesn't bet it's, the Minnesota Wild. It's like I a, mean, it's, it's, like, a coo- it's like a cougar was, with, yeah. with a star for an eye and then like a, I don't know. It's I, the I, stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's not a great you logo. you got a logo. Nobody and, even knows what it is. And you know what's uh, when you sort of... Uh, coincidental, I guess you'd say in a way, is like their, or maybe ironical, their old logo, well, you know, the old team that was there, they're in Dallas now. The North Star logo was awesome. I loved it with the N and the star at the end. Yeah, it was a classic. They shouldn't have never moved that team. I I couldn't believe it when when they they moved. I know, when they move out of Minnesota, right? It's like, how can that not be a hockey team? What are you doing? I don't know. Uh, They fight over, who knows, new stadiums. Why doesn't anybody ask me what they should do? To answer your question, it says the logo depicts both a forest landscape and yeah. the silhouette of a wild animal. That's the what eye, I thought. It's like the, the eye of the wild animal I, is the north star. You, Mark? Mark, what do you give it? One to ten. Be honest. Uh, I give it not a, a great logo. Three. Yeah, yeah. it's not yeah, a come great. Come on. Yeah, if you've never seen it before, you're going. What am I doing? I I got a goal and a half. I'm, I'm I got my life on the line, and instead I'm wondering why would somebody do that? I love how that's bothering you. Well, you got a goal and a half in the game. It's hilarious. <laughs> that's what's driving Mike crazy. You know, it was. And, and the amazing thing is, the hockey sweaters, by and large, most of the logos in hockey are fantastic. Except if you ask a guy, seriously, go up to ten people and go, are you familiar with the game of hockey? Are you familiar with the original six? What does the CH mean on on, on the Montreal Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, Canadian Habs. Canadian Habitants, yeah, yeah, something like d- that. Yeah. People don't know what that means. That's true. And they've been following hockey for years. Yeah. And they're too lazy to find out. By the way, I'll make one more hockey note just because I love it, it. I, and I know Michael remember, uh, and and older Hawks fans will certainly remember Daryl Sutter, one of you know like eighty Sutter brothers, I, and they I all played Darryl for the Hawks. Sutter. And right, and Daryl Sutter coach. I mean, Daryl Sutter's back in the league coaching Calgary. And the yeah. funny thing is, somebody had a he's hilarious. A he is a winner. I mean, he's, look, he's taken you know two the whole, different teams. The whole family was in the NHL. The amazing thing is. So this week, the big news was the NHL's partnering up once again with ESPN, right? There's going to be a, on the streaming platforms, and ABC uh, for the next eight years is going to be the home for the Stanley Cup final, and it's awesome, right? The, somebody had a hilarious tweet that said, if you knew nothing, the last game that the NHL ever broadcast on ESPN was Game 7 of the 2004 Stanley Cup with final. Sutter. Calgary lost. Sutter, Mike is right, was the coach of that Calgary team. And now, two days ago, five days ago, he just gets rehired by Calgary. Somebody would go, holy cow, what a run for Terrell Sutter. And you know what? He's still coaching Calgary. Don't think, listen, they were dead in, in in this country. Hockey was dead 15 years ago. ESPN did not renew their contract whenever it was supposed to be renewed. They've been on other venues. They've done a good job. I think the weakness of other sports like the NBA lately has helped usher maybe the popularity and maybe a growth in the NHL. But I'll tell you about the Sutter Brothers. You know who was a buddy of mine I had a couple, more than a couple libations with? Brian. Brian Sutter, yeah. He coached oh, the Hawks. Yeah. Oh, Brian was a great guy. I love Brian. That whole we had, Yeah, we went a couple times, ran into him, had some fun. Good guy. 
Really good guy. Love good it. team. Good family. A good hockey family for oh, sure. Yeah. They've all done it. Uh, so earlier this week, Mike, a lot of the sports books and a lot of the mobile sites pulled the futures odds, uh, guessing where Russell Wilson Thank was going to end up. <laughs> are you getting sick of it yet or what? Oh, Those God odds are now me. down. And some people think it's just building on the – you know, the buzz that, you know, he's going to be on the move and that the, the Bears are certainly in the mix for him. Well, why wouldn't they keep the odds up then? I don't know. I, I, I'm i not sure about that. And then you I'm know- not sure he's going anywhere. It doesn't matter. I'm fed up with everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm fed up with all of you. The, 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 the bunch of you. <laughs> I am. The, the 17 guys. I can't the, stand it anymore. The W's. The Winston. The Wentz. You know? The Winston. The Winston. The I Wentz. I don't know if I can deal with the Jameis Winston experience. I mean, come on. Right. Jameis Winston. Mitch is just out there dangling. I mean, he might end up playing for the Montreal Alouettes. I know. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, Denver's still in the weeds. Denver is in the weeds. That's interesting. But, I mean, it, is, is New England out now because they re-signed Cam? What are they doing? I don't know. I was surprised uh, at that. I, I, are you kidding me? So that you could check him off the list. I mean, it, it's just crazy. I was going over the quarterbacks that the Bears were supposed to get this year. Yeah. I'm exhausted. I know. It's I like was, reading the like, Bible. Some people were, there was some buzz on Twitter yesterday. Okay, the Russell Wilson prop has been taken down, and some books have lowered the Bears' division odds. So, like, people were trying well, to connect the dots. Well, that's good if they do that. Yeah, but then I also texted, I texted our buddy Todd Furman, who's in Vegas, and Todd used to work for a bookmaker. Sure. And and, I, and he, his response to me was, you know, most of the books in Vegas don't even have division odds posted yet because it's pre-draft and it's pre-free agency. So they don't even, he said, a lot of the shops in Vegas, you can't go in and even find NFL division odds right now because they wait on those until after some of the offseason happens so that they better know what teams look like I, after the draft and free agency. Look, look, I, I am the biggest Russell Wilson fan. Uh, three years ago, I said when other people were winning awards, mm-hmm. and he's never won one of these, no. that he was the best quarterback in football. Well, I have a, a show, a podcast I do for three years with my buddy Aldo Gandia. You've mm-hmm. been on Carmen yep. Bears podcast. Uh, I said that three years ago. He's the only one that I can see that I would say, okay, let's put our future on the line with him. And if not him, then I'm staying with Mitch. But I, I, Because if I'm seeing the nonsense. I mean, if you're in New England, I heard, I saw a tweet earlier today. Guy says, "You think Bear Twitter's nuts? Oh. You should be reading what the Patriots Twitter's saying about this this little deal. I These bet. people once had the league in the palm of their hands. Now they're looking at a broken down Cam Newton." I know. Yeah, that was. I, I got to admit, I was a little surprised. Oh come on! Unless they think they can somehow get him healthy. I don't know. I I did not think, think that they could somehow do what? Get him healthy? Maybe I don't know. I hope. I, look, look, I, was I don't surprised. have no ill being ill will towards him. I hope he does well. But, I mean, my God, just like Carson Wentz, he signs with Indianapolis. Everybody goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't move the odds one minute. Didn't move it one one mm. bit. They stayed yeah. the same, Carm. Unreal. This is supposed to be the guy that's going to lead you to the next level? I think there's way too many questions about him right now. You're you got right. that right. Like, you talk about a reclamation project. And maybe Frank Wright can fix him, but... There's a lot of work to be done to getting him back to where he was a couple of years ago. So No question yeah. about it. All right, when we come back, Jimmy Miller's got ponies Jimmy! for us. I mean, he was unbelievable. Again, we got another big derby prep this weekend, so Jimmy can talk about that. And Mike and I have our best plays. Whoa. Mike's got some action for everybody. Uh, in the final Big Ten game of the day in Indy, he's got some action for everybody on Wisconsin-Iowa. You don't want to miss that. So stick around. We're coming right back on the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. 
This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on The Odds Couple on this Friday night, Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. We're presented by PropSwap, and it's time to get some ponies for the weekend from our guy who has been smoking hot. He did it again last week. He gave out a horse uh, across the board that finished second, so we were in the money there. He was right about Bob Baffert's horse. That horse looked strong. Wasn't a great payday, but but still a winner uh, in the San Felipe. Jimmy had that horse. We're going to try to do it again with another derby prep this weekend, but uh, it's time to talk to our guy from Hawthorne Racecourse, Jim Miller. Jimmy! Gentlemen, it, it was a weird week because you're right, Carm. Life is good. The Baffert horse won easily, but was like drifting out in the stretch. It was really weird. And then Hidden Stash looked like it was going to run by the 15 to 1 shot and then sat there and ended up finishing second. But when we talk about betting horses across the board, that's the reason why. Because when you get a big price to win, it still means we make money for second and third. And we ended up ahead. And I'll tell you another prep this weekend. But man, what about the Gotham? A well, huge price in there. Huge. I mean, that was like a thirty to one shot that won the Gotham. Is that right? Yeah. And, and what it was is you see that at this time of year now, when you get some of these horses that maybe know the racetrack compared to horses that are shipping in, horses that might get the right trip. The Gotham and Aqueduct is always that's a track that always seems to play up front. And that's what happened. This horse got up front, got to the inside, dug in all the way through to the wire, and, and all of a sudden you're looking at a $100 payout on a horse, wow. and that's something that you can see moving forward. Does, yeah. Yeah. does that horse go real quick, Mike? Does that horse go to the Derby now? Will it race? Yes. Yep. Wow. Unbelievable. yep. At 50 points, you're in. All right. wow. So all you, right. get, you, get, you get that payday, you get the, the points to go into the Derby, and that's the thing this year. Even if you weren't a horse that was necessarily – in the Triple Crown for those first payments, you can supplement after these races when you get enough points to get into the Kentucky Derby. So that's what they're going to have to do with this horse, but you do have that potential to do so. So these horses that could run a big race, get that big payday, have that chance to start in the gate in the first Saturday in May. You know, Jimmy, let's talk real quick about personalities. When I was a kid growing up, I mean, the personalities in horse racing, not the horses. They had Eddie Arcaro, Willie Shoemaker, uh, Steve Cawthon, uh, you know, you had uh, top drivers, top jockeys, but they were more personality driven. Is that right now? You have great horses, but they don't right. stick around long. Are we missing the Arcaros, the shoemakers, the, the jockeys that were personalities uh, back then compared to now? You know what? I think you're missing it a little bit on the riding end of things because even you think about it like when I was getting started. You had the end of Willie Shoemaker's career. You had sure. Gary Stevens. You had Pat Day, who was riding yep. here in Illinois. Those were the guys who, who you're right. They, they were here winning all the races. I think personality-wise, it's almost switched over to the trainers. We talk about Bob Baffert. This mm-hmm. is a guy that everybody knows who it is. Todd Pletcher, who is the guy that everybody can kind of familiarize themselves with. Because when you have on the riding end of things, the guy that we've seen in Chicago that's become a star is Florent Giroux who's really done really well, but it has. It's almost kind of switched over to the training end of things because you see these guys each and every year with these horses in the Derby. You see them with the favorites in each and every start, and I think that's kind of where the more story has gone personality-wise because you're right, so much money on the horse end of things has come with breeding now. So you see a three-year-old season, maybe you're lucky if the horse races until they're four, then they head off to the breeding shed. Yeah, Jimmy, before we get a couple of picks for the weekend, 
Uh, the spring meet is underway by you guys at Hawthorne. Yep. Full fields now through the end of April. Uh, so they'll be racing Saturday and Sunday. Plus the books are, are opening up, the points yep. bet books, Crestwood by you guys. And that's big for college uh, buckets. I mean, you guys are going to be open, and right. people can come out and watch games next weekend, right? Well, and here's the cool thing. The Crestwood location is open, gorgeous location. You're talking about a 126-inch jumbo screen in the middle, then 75-inch TV surrounding it. We're actually doing the ribbon cutting on our Prospect Heights location on Tuesday, so that'll be open in time for all the games, too. So now you're covering the northern suburbs. And then Hawthorne Racecourse is open as well. So you do have three retail outlets, which is really exciting to see. What an awesome time of year for just betting sports. So it is. It's very exciting. And for me, guys, I love the fact that there's Monday tournament games because that's kind of a light day for horse racing. Yeah. So then your focus can go over to college hoops. That's great. All right, so what are the plays for the weekend? All of them are at Oaklawn Park on Saturday. Oaklawn's a place that does have the derby prep. So we're going to start ahead of there. Race number seven, bet the four-horse tax across the board. This is a horse that has speed without a whole lot of pace to challenge. Then we're going to go to race 10, bet the six-horse Whitmore to win. This is a horse that has never missed the board in 14 starts lifetime at Oaklawn Park. And then in race 11, this is the derby prep. We're looking for an upset here. Bet the six-horse, keep me in mind across the board. This is a horse that was third in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, a horse that always seems to step up to the plate, but always seems to get overlooked, too. All right, so all three at Oaklawn. The seventh race, the four-horse across the board. The tenth race, the six-horse to win. And then in the – is it the Rebel? Is that the one? Yep. Uh, yeah, that's yep, what I the thought. Rebel. The, the, yep, race 11. Race 11 is the Rebel, the six-horse across the board, right? That's right, and we can make some money and just keep rolling for the Derby preps, boys. Jimmy, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. All right, you got it, guys. Jimmy! Jim Miller, he's the best. At Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. Make sure you follow him. Any golf action this weekend, Mikey? I know uh, you love the golf. Ever since two weeks ago when I hit the 35-1 to 1 and then Homa with the 700 bucks on every 100 yep. coming from two shots down, it's been hell on earth. But John Rahm straightened himself out today. I was going to take a flight out there, talk to these guys a little <laughs> bit. My God, I mean, I, what are you guys doing? And I, I mean, a lot of them. I mean, you know, like I said, I didn't have Rory, but if you bet Rory, Ugh. you didn't even have time to dial prop swap. I up. know, you're right. He, 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 I mean, what is wrong with these guys? I mean, he, they, they, I, I really struggle whether Rory is ever going to be a consistent winner again. It's kind of crazy, isn't it, Mike? Like, yeah. I mean, Merck's the golf expert. I mean, what? Dustin Johnson is going to be is a consistent winner. Rory isn't. You know, you know what's great is that it looks like Bryson could maybe be a consistent winner. Oh, big winner. time! He's the best thing for golf yeah. right now because he's got so much personality. Rory's and the big got as much and... talent, but he seems to be distracted by other things, and that's fine. Family, fatherhood, what have you? That's good, and and maybe other players coming up that are just a little bit better than him. Rory, what's up with him, Merck? I mean, will Rory find that 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 I, true I, A game again? I mean, listen, he hasn't won a major. I think in six years. Now. I yeah, that's about right. Yeah, but um, listen, he still wins. Like, it's not like he doesn't win any. But uh, you're... Well, he won players a few years back, right? 2019, yeah. and he won yeah. a thing in the European Tour last year. But so... I just don't see him. And and you know, I think Speed is just right now sleight of hand. I, I'm not serious. I don't think he's going to be ever what he was. I uh, hope he can get back into it. He's been playing much better. But these guys are always challenged. Kepka came out of nowhere. I mean, and now he's done or hurting. It's just ever changing, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's golf is impossible. Yeah, okay? and, it's, it's and, the it best. is. It's and a, I mean, R- Rory's just going through like where one round throws derails his round, and this time always. it was the first round. And Steve too. The guy who really has been derailed is Ricky Fowler, who yeah. for a while, oh, really? you know. 
five, six years ago, top three in every major, and yeah. now he's he's terrible. So. Yeah, yeah and he and you know Pete, he gets criticized now, but he's got he's taking the money, and I don't blame him. But they said that they've been saying for two, three years his priorities have been askew a little bit with the you know the commercials over winning, and uh. and, and 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 that's fair question. That's a fair question for Ricky Fowler, don't you think? Yeah. Making a good amount of money because he gets the younger generation, sharp-looking kid, you know, but he hasn't won. Mikey, as we wrap up before best plays, I just want to uh, uh, make a note of something that happened earlier in the day that affects, uh, you know, the the tournament a little. Certainly it affects the Big 12 tournament. If people uh, are unfamiliar Mm -hmm. or unaware, Kansas is out of the Big 12 tournament after a positive COVID test. I was really looking forward to that Texas-Kansas game tonight. To be honest, uh, we're gonna. I think that one was slated to tip off at eight thirty our time. That one was not- there. Another just one test. You know, I don't. I, th- I, I they don't tell you anything. They really don't. For, but I know that they are out. I mean, they did earlier today. Well, they won't that be able Texas, to do that if they get into the tournament. Right. Yeah. But I know te- for now, for this weekend, they are done, and Texas has advanced automatically into the final. You know, that for the gives Big 12, uh, the, so. the Big Twelve an advantage. Kansas gets out of their way. Yeah, I mean, and they it, can move it, another it, team in. And it gives Texas uh, one less game to play. You right. know, what I mean, so I just Crazy. wanted to make sure everybody was aware of that. Unfortunately, we won't be able to watch that one because I thought that would have been a good game tonight. But uh, let's wrap it up, Mike, and okay. give a best player two here before we're done. It's very simple, and right now it's good to see Missouri doing okay. Um, I, I got to tell you. Uh, Wisconsin uh, is getting four and a half or five. I could not believe that this was my second best in a very strong play today. Mm. I have bet Wisconsin twice this year and gotten my ass beat in the second half twice. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, uh, Randy, I or think, uh, me Badgers. and Randy, Randy and I took the hearse together, you know, and we just drove around the neighborhood while we were listening to Wisconsin get beat on the, on the radio one week. You know, but that's who I'm taking. Wisconsin, four and a half, five, whatever you can get. Wisco, I love it. All right. And I'll give you one NBA game. Rockets, this is lopsided. Rockets at the Jazz. Mike, how often do you see in the 17. NBA? 17. Are you kidding? <laughs> I saw that. 17, but I'm not going to touch that number. I'm just going to play the under 228 and a half because it seems low. Yeah, and this game's probably a blowout. I'm guessing by the fourth quarter, and it's not going to matter as much to the Jazz or the yeah. Rockets, really. But I'll play the under in that game tonight. Uh, pretty lopsided. The Jazz should win nice. that one going away, and I'll play under 228 and a half. So Beautiful. So we, we got a couple plays. Folks, get ready for that Wisconsin game. Is Burke jumping up and down? Does he have the pom-poms? Oh, you know he does. He's oh, got yeah. a cheerleader off and on and everything. That's how excited <laughs> he is. Thanks to Randy Merkin, Eric Ostrowski, and Tyler Aki. And uh, thank you to our great guests, Jim Miller and Luke Pergandy and everything that Prop Swap and Hawthorne do for us. We love you guys. Have a great weekend, everybody. The podcast will be up next Friday. Don't forget about that. A little bit of a change with baseball coming back to ESPN 1000, but you can still hear us on the podcast next Friday. So I'll see you then, Mikey. Take care, Carm. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.